Welcome to the Creative Liberty Podcast. I am your host, Major Chisholm, and it is a glorious spring morning out here in Colorado. I am drinking day-old coffee that sat in the truck last night, and um, it's cold brew by neglect, (laughs) and it is delicious, by the way. Well, as you uh, probably read, the title of this episode has something to do with the Don't Say Gay Bill. The actual title of the bill is uh, CSCS HB 1557, I do believe. And I am going to read this bill to you. It is seven pages long, and I will reserve my commentary for afterwards if you so care to listen. Uh, but it's seven pages long. Um, let's just jump right into it. I'm going to get my coffee over here so I can get to it. All right. Uh, by the way, there is nothing stricken from this bill, and... There are several pages that are underlined according to the coding, and those are additions to the bill. The Don't Say Gay Bill, page one. An act relating to parental rights in education, amending S.1001.42, F.S. Requiring district school boards to adopt procedures that comport with certain provisions of law for notifying a student's parents of specified information requiring such procedures to reinforce the fundamental right of parents to make decisions regarding the upbringing and control of their children in a specified manner, prohibiting the procedures from prohibiting a parent from accessing certain records, providing construction, prohibiting a school district from adopting procedures or student support forms that prohibit school districts, school district personnel from notifying a parent about specified information or that encourage or have the effect of encouraging a student to withhold from a parent such information, prohibiting school district personnel from discouraging or prohibiting parental notification and involvement in critical decisions affecting a student's mental, emotional, or physical well-being, providing construction, prohibiting classroom discussion about sexual orientation or gender identity in certain grade levels or in a specified manner, requiring certain training developed or provided by a school district to adhere to standards established by the Department of Education, requiring school districts to notify parents of health care services and provide parents the opportunity to consent or decline such services, providing that a specified parental consent does not waive certain parental rights, requiring school districts to provide parents with certain questionnaires or health screening forms and obtain parental permission before administering such questionnaires and forms, requiring school districts to adopt certain procedures for resolving specified parental concerns, requiring resolution within a specified time frame, requiring the Commissioner of Education to appoint a special magistrate for unresolved concerns, providing requirements for the special magistrate, requiring the State Board of Education to approve or reject the special magistrate's recommendation within specified time frame, requiring school districts to bear the cost of the special magistrate, requiring the State Board of Education to adopt rules, providing requirements for such rules, authorizing a parent to bring an action against a school district to obtain a declaratory judgment that a school district 
procedure or practice violates certain provisions of law, providing for the additional award of injunctive relief, damages, and reasonable attorney fees and court costs of certain parents requiring school district to adopt policies to notify parents of certain rights, providing construction, requiring the department to review and update, as necessary, specified materials by certain date, by a certain date, providing an effective date, be it enacted by the legislature of the state of Florida. Section 1, paragraph C, is added to the subjection 8 of section 1001.42, Florida statute to read 1001.42, powers and duties of district school board. The district school board, acting as a board, shall exercise all powers and perform all duties listed below. 8. Student Welfare. Section C1. In accordance with the rights of parents enumerated in SS.1002.20 and 1014.04, adopt procedures for notifying a student's parents if there is a change in the student's services or monitoring related to the student's mental, emotional, or physical health or well-being and the school's ability to provide a safe and supportive learning environment for the student. The procedures must reinforce the fundamental right of parents to make decisions regarding the upbringing and control of their children by requiring school district personnel encourage a student to discuss issues relating to his or her well-being with his or her parent or to facilitate discussion of the issue with the parent. The procedures may not prohibit parents from accessing any of their students' education and health records created, maintained, or used by the school district as required by S1002.222. Number two, a school district may not adopt procedures or student support forms that prohibit school district personnel from notifying a parent about his or her student's mental, emotional, or physical health or well-being, or a change in related services or monitoring, or that encourage or have the effect of encouraging a student to withhold from a parent such information. School district personnel may not discourage or prohibit parental notification of a student parental notification of and involvement in critical decisions affecting a student's mental, emotional, or physical health or well-being. This subparagraph does not prohibit a school district from adopting procedures that permit school personnel to withhold such information from a parent if a reasonably prudent person would believe that disclosure would result in abuse, abandonment, or neglect, as those terms are defined in S39.01. Number three, classroom instruction by school personnel or third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur in kindergarten through grade three or in a manner that is not age-appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with state standards. Number four, Student support services training developed or provided by a school district or school district personnel must adhere to student services guidelines, standards, and frameworks established by the Department of Education. Number five, at the beginning of the school year, each school district shall notify parents of each health care service offered at their student's school 
and the option to withhold consent or decline any specific service. Parental consent to health care services does not waive the, the parent's right to access his or her student's educational or health records or to be notified about a change in his or her student's services or monitoring as provided by this paragraph. Number six, before administering a student well-being questionnaire or health screening form to a student in kindergarten through grade three, the student, the school district must provide the questionnaire or health screening form to the parent and obtain the permission of the parent. Number six, before administering a student well-being questionnaire or health screening form to a student in kindergarten through grade three, the school district must provide the questionnaire or health screening form to the parent and obtain the permission of the parent. Number seven, each school district shall adopt procedures for a parent to notify the principal or his or her designee regarding concerns under this paragraph at his or her student's school and the process for resolving those concerns within seven calendar days after notification by the parent. A. At a minimum, the procedures must require that within 30 days after notification by the parent that the concern remains unresolved, the school district must either resolve the concern or provide a statement of the reason for not resolving the concern. B. If a concern is not resolved by the school district, a parent may, I in parentheses, request the commissioner of education to appoint a special magistrate who is a member of the Florida Bar in good standing and who has at least five years experience in administrative law. The special magistrate shall determine facts relating to the dispute over the school school district procedure or practice consider information provided by the school district, and render a recommended decision for resolution to the state. Board of Education within 30 days after receipt of the request by the parent. The State Board of Education must approve or reject the recommended decision at its next regularly scheduled meeting that is more than seven calendar days and no more than 30 days after the date the recommended decision is transmitted. The cost of the special magistrate shall be borne by the school district. The State Board of Education shall adopt rules, including forms necessary to implement this subparagraph. 2II, in parentheses. Bring an action against the school district to obtain a declaratory judgment that the school district procedure or practice violates this paragraph and seek injunctive relief. A court may award damages and shall award reasonable attorney fees and court costs to a parent who receives declaratory or injunctive relief. C. Each school district shall adopt policies to notify parents of the procedures required under this subparagraph. D. Nothing contained in this subparagraph shall be construed to abridge or alter rights of action or remedies in equity already existing under the common law or general law. Section 2. By June 30th, 2023, the Department of Education shall review and update as necessary school counseling frameworks and standards 
educator practices, and professional conduct principles, and any other student services personnel guidelines, standards, or frameworks in accordance with the requirements of this act. Section 3. This act shall take effect July 1st, 2022. And that is the end of the bill. And there you have it. That is what some are calling the Don't Say Gay Bill. So what are my thoughts on this? Um, this basically ties the hands of government officials and teachers, those working for the state, to talk to uh, students kindergarten through third grade about sexual identity, uh, sex period. You could, sure, call it the Don't Say Gay Bill. You could also call it the Don't Say Heterosexual Bill, um, the Don't Groom My Children Bill. I mean, if we wanted to be inflammatory just as much as it, they're nowhere in this does it say that you can't, you know, it, the don't say gay thing isn't in the bill. Um, neither is a don't groom my children also is not in the bill. Uh, so you have the, the left and the right, you know, one saying, oh, don't say gay. And then the other side saying, don't groom my children. Don't talk to my kindergartner about sex. Um, I'm an adult. I don't talk to anybody but my wife about my sexual life. Um, and not even my coworkers. I, none of my coworkers talk to me about their sex life. Like well, that's just something we don't like discuss. And that's real world experience. You know, I come at this from a more libertarian, uh, I guess, perspective, the parents, it's the, the parents have all the rights period. It's their child that um, is being taught by the state. The state is paid in full by the parents' property taxes. And so the product coming out of this transaction is the education of the child, right? And so as parents, we give the state money to educate children. Okay, here's, here's money. We're hiring you to do this, and therefore you should do it the way we see fit. When that gets turned on its head, when the state starts saying, oh, we get to choose what we're going to teach your children in a way that that rubs the parents wrong, then that's then that's wrong. You know, um, it would. Let's just let's take for instance, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna teach kindergartners trigonometry, and it it just goes over their heads. Like there's no reason any kindergartner needs to learn trigonometry. Could you know? No, uh, it's higher level math, you know, and if the state was trying to do that and the parents came and said, Hey, no, no, stop it. Then the parents have the right to step in and do that. Um, I do not believe that curriculum across the board uh, in the United States is necessarily beneficial uh, because the kid who lives in, you know, inner city Chicago is going to have different experience with education and, and, and learning and environment than the kid in rural Kansas. And so they need to be learning things in rural Kansas that benefit them. So nowhere in this bill uh, does it say that to not say gay. Um, it's, that's an inflammatory title put on by the left. Um, and I don't, I don't think that um, as adults we should be talking to children about, about that. I don't talk to my students about my sex life or anything like that. Um, should they learn about those things maybe in high school, like, sex education and things like that. Sure. Let's save it for high school in a classroom. But, but just for some random 
kindergarten teacher through third grade teacher talking about their sexual identity and, you know, who they're with or, and things like that. No, I don't, I don't think that's right at all. Um, that's my opinion. Um, turn 50 this year. I might, I might be the old man <laughs> standing in his yard going, get off my lawn. I'm the old fogey. I don't know. Maybe that's probably what I sound like, but there's no reason that kindergartners through third grade should be educated on gender identity, heterosexuality, sex, period. I mean, come on. No, it shouldn't, you know. And if some kid has some question about it, it's perfectly okay to say, you should go talk to your parents about that. That's the way I see it, but anyway. Um, so I don't see anything wrong with this bill other than it is basically outlining that parents have the control to, you know, see what is being taught in class, uh, all the forms and the well-beings and the, the things like that, uh, the things that the parents need to sign off on, has to go through the parents first. And I completely agree with that because they're the ones funding your paycheck, even though it may say, you know, state of Florida, whoever at the bottom of your paycheck. But that money comes from parents. So that, those are my thoughts. Um, I don't see anything wrong with the, the legislation at all. Um, it's one, uh, kudos to Florida for writing a bill that's seven pages. Yay. Um, the fact that they had to do this is just beyond me. Like, this, is, this should just be common sense. Like, every adult who's teaching should know, hey, no, you don't, there's things you don't talk about with kids. Period. And that would be one of them. I cannot. All right. So, for instance, I cannot, as a Christian, uh, go and proselytize students. I can't say, you know what, man, you like you're having a hard day. You really need Jesus. You need to go to church, blah, 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 blah. One, as a Christian, I wouldn't do that anyway. <laughs> but two, there are things that I can't talk about. Like, and, and, and politics. Hey, man, you, you're wearing a Trump shirt. Yay, way to go, Trump. Or you're wearing a Biden shirt. Yay, way to go, Biden. You know, yeah, politics. I can't, no, I'm not here to influence them on that. I'm here to teach them how to be critical thinkers. Actually, I'm here to teach them photography and video production and graphic design and podcasting. But, but to be critical thinkers, like think about things. Think about outcomes. Think of the reverse of things, um, what that looks like. That's the bill in its entirety. I read it so you don't have to. Seven pages. You can look it up online if you want. That's all I have to say about that. Hope you all having a wonderful day out there and wherever you are listening from. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. I'm going to dive back into this cold cup of coffee. Mm. And with that, um, the the bill, go read it for yourself. Um, you know, there's there's a ton of um, gay families, gay people that all that really do support this bill. Actually, um, parents who have you know gay parents who have children, heterosexual parents who have children, parents who have children don't want other parents talking to their kids about sex. I wouldn't want someone teaching my daughter about sex. Nope, mom, you know, her mom and I will have that conversation when we want to have that conversation. We don't want her coming home asking those questions. Like, what does this mean? What does this mean? Well, my kindergarten teacher said blah, 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 blah. Nope. Let's go have a conversation with that kindergarten teacher. So, anyway, um, 
Yeah, uh, there's nothing wrong with. It. I don't. I don't. I personally don't see anything wrong with the bill, especially if you just read it for yourself, um, and don't get caught up in the the media hype of this or that. So, all right, I will see y'all on the next one. Thanks for listening. Um, my daughter's finally sleeping through the night and <laughs> finally having time to jump back into the, the, the podcasting and the video making and the painting and everything else. But until the next one, y'all have a great one and I will see y'all soon. See you? Talk to you soon? Whatever. I need more coffee. <laughs>